So this episode is all about love, sex and relationships. It's pretty much just that. Love, sex, relationships as is. Except that it's not going to come out in the way you think it's going to come out. At least save for sex because you know there's not that many other ways that you can do it. But either way, I do promise you that it is going to stick to those three things the entire time. So let me just kick things off from West Africa, Mosu, Nigeria. Now there's a boy who is currently undergoing his apprenticeship with an Uga at the Alaba market who recently won 16 million naira on a betting competition. Now, once the boss found out, he allegedly asked for half. And that meant that he would go with about 8 million of his nairas. Now, the guy wanted to refuse, but the same market where they're based off of had a bunch of people brought into that entire mix and they sided with the boss. Now, I'm going to ask you a very simple question. Who here is in the wrong? The boss? The dude? Or the people in the market? Because either way, I see this being a very fucked up situation for the dude that won the money. Because... Okay, let me try and convert this into Kenyan money for for most of my listeners out there. So 16 million naira is roughly about 4.4 mil. And I can see how tough the predicament is when you look here at 4.4 million Kenyan and someone is asking for 2.2. Because, you know, the boss asked for exactly half, which makes absolutely fuck all sense. Because if it's an apprenticeship, of which I'm guessing that's probably metalwork that they were doing, if not woodwork, then... It doesn't make sense because it's not like the boss helped him win. And considering that the boss was smart enough to include other people in the market, you don't know if the boss might have spoken to all of these other people and told them, yo, let me try and get some cash off of this guy. If you guys side with me, I'll give you guys a cut each of whatever it is that I get. So say maybe if I'm getting 2.2 million, 200 G's goes to the rest of you guys. So that way we can make it seem all democratic and you can win. Because that's exactly what it seems like. And to be honest, I wouldn't say that any of them is in the wrong. The problem is the betting company. Why the hell do these guys go and announce your name and put up your details for the world to know? Like, it's hard for some of us to actually go and try and hop onto any promotions and onto any bets because we know the moment we win a jackpot, everyone knows who you are because you do not have a simple name. My mother named me Denver and there's probably... Out of all the people that I know or have seen called Denver, I don't think it's more than 10 people in this country. In Nairobi, there are probably about 3 or 4. And of them all, I'm the one that just so happens to have the most popular spotlight in some situations. So if the name Denver Bagaka suddenly just pops up, oh, I won the spot Pesa jackpot, all of a sudden, just like the betting companies say, my life changes instantly there and then because the friends that I have may not really end up being my friends all that much. Most of them will probably want some cash or some shit. Of course, relatives will pop up from everywhere. Some people say that she has my kid as usual because this is Kenya. And then all the hoes that dropped me will suddenly realize what my name and number is and they'll suddenly start to hit me up again. Now, those ones aren't even the problem. The problem is the money. Because I think it's like 90% of people that win like betting jackpots usually end up poor within the first 10 years of them having that money, if not like less than that. 
So imagine me getting that cash, then all of a sudden everyone wants some and people start treating you differently and then you end up going back to being broke and then you end up being treated even shittier than before you had the money because you had the money and you didn't give it to the people around you. So at the end of the day, I feel like most of these betting companies should just keep shit silent, not advertise who the person that won the jackpot is or they give only one name and the rest is initials and then they just make sure that you disappear, you can have your money as silently as possible and people don't get to know about that shit. Otherwise, guys like me will never go out there and bet. But then again, while betting really isn't my thing, what is my thing is this podcast and you won't really know that it's really, really started unless I throw my dice in there and I start by saying... Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who does not go out there and bet because he believes that he is the prize and the babe that gets to be with him has won the lottery. He is a man who still wishes that astrology was the study of ass because they have astronomy as well. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex and relationships show where I get to talk about the love of many things, money included. I get to talk about stuff that revolves around sex sometimes but i usually like talking about relationships as well and if you do listen to the podcast if you agree with it if you don't agree with it then you can always give your feedback via ig via facebook via twitter on ig and on facebook it is at breaktime on website that is the page to hit me up on the dms are always open there on twitter you can hit me up at bagaka the d is the handle to hit me up on and the dms are also open there so you can deliver your feedback if you feel like i did a good job or a bad one or if you just want to say hi or if you want to suggest a topic and a mad thank you to you the listener that is listening to this podcast i really appreciate each and every one of you that listens and even more those of you that give the feedback because you know it helps me improve in ways that i didn't think that i should improve because you guys gave that input you know even when you guys suggest the topics and everything So a massive shout out and thank you to each and every one of you that does that. And all the pleasantries aside, we do have a very interesting topic that I am about to unleash on y'all. But before I do that, I wanted to talk about something first. Now, I have a rape story over here, which I do not want to discuss. I'll probably discuss it on Tweet Street or some shit because uh, I don't feel like doom and gloom right now. So I'm going to move it on. Now, there was this very interesting clip that I saw on IG over the past, I think it was two weeks ago that I felt really should be discussed. And the reason I wanted it discussed was because I was thinking about what was said on this particular clip plus another one. And it suddenly occurred to me that babes want to be like guys so much that they're pushing it towards the bedroom. So let me play the clip for you so that you guys can get a little bit of context on the entire thing. So here it is. Can you break your clip? If you use a vibrator exclusively, can you like become desensitized? Yes. And does it last forever? Can no. you get it back? My body's used to me using a wand. And so when I get a partner, I know I'm going to have to not masturbate with the wand for a while and get my body used to a human touch. I finally invested in the rose that everybody's talking about on the internet. Yo, what the f? You liked it? What the f? That motherfucker there. Is that your first suction toy? You could like sit on top of it. I was like, this is dangerous. I like all those suction toys. Alright, so this clip was from the Good Moms Bad Choices podcast and after stumbling into it, I don't know, for me as a guy, I think maybe because I've done a couple of things with myself and my dick and everything, like I felt like it was particularly obvious what it was that they were saying and I don't know, maybe the babes don't think it's obvious, maybe for us guys we do. 
but I'll kind of get into it. But the thing that made it feel so guy-like to a certain degree was just the fact that babes were talking about, you know, masturbating so much that they're unable to do it because it kind of felt very guy-like because babes really talk about guys getting addicted to masturbation and how bad it looks. And yet for them, it's like they're so happy talking about that shit. And then considering that I had a clip not too long ago, I think it was about three, four weeks ago, where a babe was busy talking about how a clit can get hard. And in my head, I'm like, come on, like, let guy shit remain guy shit. Like, there's some shit that we understand is guy shit. And there's some stuff that we understand is babe shit. Like, you know, we understand that the vagina is supposed to be wet and the dick is supposed to be hard. Simple. You know, you don't need to complicate shit. But someone is like, uh, you know, when you're aroused, your clitoris gets hard because blood rushes there and it becomes more sensitive. And in my head, I'm like, but does it stick out though? Like, is there a boner? No. So why are you saying that blah, blah gets hard, blah, blah? For the most part, whether it's soft or it's hard, we're looking forward to the vagina itself. Yes, we can enjoy playing around with the clip, but that's for your pleasure. Well, just looking forward to the vagina. We don't care if that bit is hard or soft. But anyways, that one aside, actually, there was something that I said, I think it was about a week or two ago, and I almost said it in passing, but I sort of remembered it when I was listening to this clip. And it's the fact that women are actually masturbating a hell of a lot more than guys. Or at least we might actually be getting into a situation where women are becoming more addicted to masturbation than guys are. Because you kind of look at it, whenever people talk about addiction to masturbation or just sex addiction in relation to masturbation, they usually talk about it from a guy's point of view or, you know, just in relation to guys. No one ever really talks about it in relation to babes. And the thing is, for us guys, we've gotten to a point where we can understand what an addiction is and we kind of know how to deal with it. We have the nofaps and so on. But with the babes, I don't know if they're very, very well versed in that shit. Because whenever people think of an addiction to masturbation, they think it's something easy. You just stop doing it. But it's almost like giving an alcoholic a dispenser of whichever alcohol they'd want that they can consume at any point in time from the moment they wake up to the point they go to bed all they have to do is just find themselves a little bit of privacy and they can have whatever alcohol they want in whichever you know amount that they'd want and shit and you think about it that way and it actually shows you how dangerous an addiction of that kind can be. But I don't think babes are very well versed in that. So whenever I'm hearing a babe say, oh, you know, can the clit break? Oh, you know, it becomes desensitized. Like that's a very clear sign that you might be doing it a little too much. And that's one of the things that us guys sort of figure out because the moment you get to a level where you're spending so much time jerking off and it's taking up so much of your time, that's when you're like, you know what, I'm probably overdoing it a little too much here. So in some ways, I feel like there is going to be, you know, a growing addiction to, to sex and masturbation amongst babes that people will not point out for possibly years to come. But Either way, I could be wrong about this shit and babes are just exploring their bodies. So I'm going to leave it at that and I'm going to move it on to our main topic of today. Now, while I was on YouTube last week, I stumbled upon this very interesting clip. It was it was part of YouTube shorts that involved some guy talking about a woman being the right woman 
and how a man will only change for the right woman. And it was a very, very interesting thing that kind of hit me because I've heard it mentioned before in somewhere or another. Some people have tried to flip the genders and shit, but mostly it's people who will say this about guys. Now, I found it to be particularly interesting. I'll play the clip for you just so that you can get a bit of context. Then I can get into it because I felt like this was a very, very interesting question to answer. So here it is. Ladies, let me help you out real quick. One day, every man is going to change. Every man is going to fall in love with the right woman. No matter if he's a player, a pimp, he got hella hoes. One day, he's going to find one woman and it's going to change his life. So if he ain't changed for you, you ain't the right one. Straight up. You can't change him. You can try as hard as you want. You can kick, you can scream, you can buy him stuff, throw it at him, sex all day. It's not going to change them. When the right one comes, it's going to be easy. Because men know. Men know the right one. They know the woman. They know the one they're supposed to be with. It's not even a question. Don't even got to try. Very interesting. It kind of makes it seem as though guys know who the right woman is for them. And the rest of the time, whether they're dating a shorty, whether they're saying that they like them or they love them or they're with them, they're absolutely bullshitting them. Although maybe that's me overstating and overstepping to a certain degree. I think that's a more extreme kind of understanding of it. Now, of course, he is saying that, you know, a man will change for the right woman. And the thing is, normally we don't know what the right woman is supposed to be like because it's a very subjective thing. But the real question is, is it actually true? Can a man actually change for the right woman? And the truth of it is it's a little hard to say like if you start from the beginning and you think about it in a very general sense it seems easy to say that it's true but it's not exactly the case because in some ways it does feel like bs and in some ways it does actually seem particularly true because in a lot of our cases if you observe quite well or if you've interacted with a lot of people especially the ones that are older than you by a couple of years you realize that there's some guys that were like proper players back in the day. There were guys that would pass with like any and every shorty or they used to act a certain way or they weren't serious about life. And once they met this one babe, this one woman, all of a sudden everything switched up. They changed. They decided to take life a little bit more seriously. They settled down. They stopped chasing hoes. They stopped cheating on that woman. And it seemed like this was the right woman for him, quote unquote, right. And especially if you're close to such a couple that have been through that kind of journey, you'd probably be like, you know what? Yes, this is actually true. This is very, very true. Except it's just that for me as a guy who's been on this planet for like what 26 years and a couple of days here and there i'd probably say that it's a little bit questionable because in as much as yes i have seen this in action i've also seen a situation where a guy has told this to me two or three times believing that so and so is the right woman so and so is the right woman and they've been actually quite wrong now in some ways you could say that the guys weren't particularly smart or they weren't organized and shit or you can actually conclude that there might actually be some contradictions to this entire thing but for me to kind of explain why i don't really believe in this right now let me just try and give you a couple of hypotheticals now whenever people talk about this whole oh you know a man will change for the right woman thing they usually don't refer to the average Joe or the everyday guy. 
usually they use this in reference to the player the extrovert the person that just so happens to pull every babe and shit the guys that would in some ways seem like they have potential but they're very rebellious or they sleep around a lot and they seem like or you know if you just got your life in order shit would be great like this is where such analogies would be used but they don't use that shit on people like introverts people who are homebodies chill at home don't do all that much because most times it's not like it actually applies to them because how much more changing are they going to do because it's not like their woman or their potential girlfriend is going to be complaining that they go out all the time because they're at home if they're being told that they're not being serious and shit eh, you could say that it's a bit questionable but to a pretty huge degree a lot of introverts do actually tend to do the job pretty well and also there's a lot of well upstanding guys that don't really need to quote unquote change to a certain degree so even though they got the quote unquote right woman how much change or what kind of change do you really think that they'd have so in some ways it does actually seem like this whole oh you know a man will change for the right woman seems a little bit biased because it only looks like it works for guys who are players and assholes and douches and shit so in some ways it just seems like it only applies to a very small subset which is like what 20 percent of the male population then you kind of ask yourself what exactly is the right woman because for some people it might be the babe that will get him to stop going out or the babe that will make him not want to cheat on any other woman which might seem like a very very nice fairy tale but you know in some cases it has actually happened it might be the babe that finally gets him to be serious with his life and shit and it can be any different kind of right woman the only thing is it's not like such babes exist in ones they are there in hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands hell even millions so can you really say that each man is going to have a right woman not right women because what if it's a case of him dating two babes and both of them actually have that same particular behavior or that personality that makes him change and become better in some ways he is cheating but are you saying that both of them can't be the right woman because in some cases you find that such babes are the ones that help those guys change and become better sometimes it's a side chick that'll do that sometimes the main chick doesn't do shit so are you saying that the right woman shouldn't be cheated on but if she's a side chick then doesn't that mean that she's already come in from the wrong angle and she started on a bad foot so does that really make her the right woman like those are some of those questions that i guess maybe i ask myself and maybe you don't but all in all the one reason why i cannot rely on this belief why i cannot believe it to any degree is because there's a certain element of what do these guys like kevin samuels call it oneitis why you believe that oh so and so is the one for me so and so is going to be the one that makes me change and become a better man or i'm looking for the right woman to make me a good man like honestly that's garbage um i feel like it's garbage that's better sold to women as opposed to guys because with guys with guys to a certain degree some of us believe that and hell some of us wish that we would have such a babe to a certain degree but this is actually something that's more sold to babes than guys because it lies to babes that if they are the right babe for this guy then this guy will change for them and if he doesn't change then they're the wrong babe 
which isn't entirely true. Hell, there's a lot of guys that will not change and yet the babe that they're with is incredibly supportive. She's an incredible woman and she's trying to make him better on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you think I'm wrong, there's some guys that, you know, might behave a certain kind of way. But if you ask them, they'll probably tell you that there was that one babe that they wish they listened to, that they wish they stuck around with, that they wish they didn't cheat on or treat badly and shit because they'd have probably been doing a lot better if they were with that particular babe. So in terms of its accuracy, it's very, very inaccurate. Yes, there are some cases, but it's mostly inaccurate. The one that I'd say is probably more accurate than this is that a lot of the guys who are assholes, who are douchebags, who are absolutely horrendous people when it comes to treating their women do end up doing that because a lot of them deep down are actually very nice, caring people that were treated like shit by a particular babe or by particular babes. I feel like that belief is a lot more accurate because there's a lot of guys that started out as great guys and ended up turning into assholes because some babe ended up doing some shit to them that literally broke them in half and when it broke them in half they pretty much changed up and are like you know what screw it i do not need to put in all this work i do not need to treat a babe like this like that and i might as well just do the opposite and i can pull all of these babes and i can just do my thing and have fun there's a lot of guys that will go through that and I feel like that one is a lot more accurate than the idea that for a man to change, it takes quote unquote the right woman. Because at the end of the day, we don't even know what a right woman is. We can understand a wrong woman. That one is a lot easier to describe, you know, treats him like garbage, puts him through some level of emotional abuse, possibly cheats on him, very, very toxic human being. That one is easier to pinpoint. But the right woman is harder to pinpoint hell even the guy that is meant to be changed is a very very small minority of dudes compared to the total populace of men as opposed to the men that are going to be wrecked by a lot of these toxic babes which are actually a pretty huge number a large number of players have been wrecked by a lot of women and thus they ended up becoming players some thought that they'd be players wished that they could be players but they just can't pull the babes because they're lacking in some way others are incels but at the end of the day you can trace a lot of the the behaviors that they have a lot of the shit that they do all the way back to a really nice guy or a really great guy that was treated like shit by a particular babe simple as that so all in all can I really believe in this? No, I don't think so. It's something that I wish down to my core that I could believe because at least that would tell me that, you know what, the moment I find the right woman, it'll just click in my system. But that's not always going to be the case. And I don't want to lie to people and tell them that this sort of fairy tale actually exists for everyone. It might exist for some, but not for all of us. And whether you might like the idea or not, there's a pretty good chance that it might not happen to you. And you probably need to be prepared for that. But all in all, let me just conclude by saying this. At the end of the day, if you keep on waiting for some version of a quote-unquote right person to come and fix you, then you're pretty much going to be waiting for a very long time. If you feel like you're going to be the right person to fix someone, then that's just absolute bull. Because at the end of the day, people change themselves. It's kind of like those babes that are like, oh, you know, I'm going to be submissive to the right man. Like, bitch, you've never been submissive all your life. How the hell do you think you're going to become submissive for some version of the right man? 
do you even know the right man that you're going to be submissive to or do you just hope that it's the man that stirs up a certain feeling that suddenly turns the switch for you because i assure you for a fact that most of the guys that will turn that so-called switch in your system probably aren't even going to be the ones that you should probably settle with it's probably a very small number of them that might actually do that but then again, I might be wrong about this or I might be right about it. But either way, I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on IG, on Facebook. It is at Breakdown on website. On Twitter, it is at BagakaTheD. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.